Hey everybody, it's Richie, and before we start this episode of the show, we of course want to tell you about DraftKings. Been talking to you about it for almost a year now, and it's getting even better because we are getting ever so closer to the launch of Daily Fantasy Sports and sports betting being legal here in the state of Arizona coming up at the end of August and early September. And you can get a head start on that by signing up for DraftKings right now and get ready for college football season because DraftKings wants to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free it bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Gotta take advantage of this offer right now, and you can do it when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a dollar bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything, get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. How's everyone doing? Uh, It is only Thursday, everyone. Um, I know... That actually sounds like it's really far in the week, but after the length of this week for me, I feel like it should have been Friday twice over. So um, let's let's just remember it's pre-Friday and then just push our way through it. Um, the person who never gets Fridays in his life anymore is my wonderful and amazing co-host, Richie Suave Flores. How you doing? Hello, Corey. Um, I guess that's right. You you don't have like a like a solid actual like weekend anymore. No, I don't. That's true. I I pretty much worked weekends as long as I can remember. Ever since I graduated college, I've always worked weekends. Yeah, so you don't really get a Friday. That's not really a a thing for you. I uh, yeah, I only like this week I have Tuesday and Tuesday and Wednesday off. And then Saturday oh, and Sunday off. consecutive days. Yeah. Still really weird though, because I like having my off days broken up. I like having like an off day here and then an off day later in the week and kind of separating it. Because like I was bored off my ass all day today. I had nothing to do, had a couple of things to get done and got those done. I was like, all right, what the fuck do I do the rest of the day? So I didn't go anywhere. I I just like stayed at home. I watched Suicide Squad and that was it. That's all I did. I, I had the possibility of going to get my car done. The new done. one or the old one? The new one. Yeah, the new one. Okay, sorry, continue. Yeah, so I I was like, okay, well, I could go get my car done, but it's going to take a while, and I have some other stuff to do at home. I had some editing to do and whatnot, so I was like, all right, well, I can do that, like, this weekend or something. So, like, yeah, it's it's weird to have two off days in a row for me. I don't really like it. <laughs> yeah, I spend most of my off days, but well, I spend one day getting a bunch of shit done, and then I spend the other day hibernating. Hopefully that is kind of the way that I, I like to do it. Cause that's like my one day to recover. Um, it's funny that you were talking about 
uh, your car. Um, I'm very lucky in the fact that Scotty is here at home at the moment and the fact that um, I have gotten the fourth, fifth maybe, nail in my tire in the span of how many months have we had in this year? Eight? In mm-hmm. eight months, I've gotten like four or five nails in my tires. How is that possible? Where are you driving? Are you going off-roading? No, I'm literally driving around my neighborhood. There's just so much fucking construction that I get. I've gotten nails. I've gotten staples. I've gotten all sorts of random shit in my tires. Like, given when I first got my car, I got a nail in there, like, literally, I think it was in within, like, the first, like, two weeks. Um, but there's literally... Part of it is they're doing so much fucking housing in Arizona drives me insane like where i live uh across the way they're building um they they already built like a a memory care center for like older people they built um they're building a bunch of apartments and they're building they built some condos on the other side too and then they're building a um uh, a hotel even right right next to us so literally i cannot avoid the construction and they're working on the main street that's like next to me so i can't avoid the construction anywhere and i've just given into the fact that my tires are just going to eat up nails like basically my car will clean the roads for everyone <laughs> that sounds that sounds about right there um, as long as as long as it's like they're covered by warranty, so you don't have to be spending money out the ass. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is luckily, like, I, I he can just take it to Discount Tire, and they can just plug it, and then um, then it won't really cost me anything. But at the same time, like, how many plugs can I get in my tires before my yeah. entire tire is going to be plugs? Yeah, exactly. And then hopefully, not what ha- ha- have happened. What happened to me? couple months back which is have a, my tire blow out on the freeway on my way to work yeah that that is that has happened to me actually it happened to me one time in particular uh when i was actually going to be live on the radio with richie you guys i was literally supposed to like fill in for uh the freaks with Kenny and crash that Richie was on. And, uh, as I am literally on the street, right outside the station, I go, that does not sound right. I get out of my car and my entire like tire just exploded, just like literally went into little pieces and shards. And, um, it's only happened to me one other time in my life. And I was like, this is fantastic. And my poor father, I called him and I was like, hey, dad, it's going to be dark as hell outside by the time I get out of here. And I don't really want to be sitting in downtown Phoenix, Tempe-ish area and like um, basically trying to change out this tire. Could you by any means like come down here and change out my tire? So during the show, he came, changed my entire tire out. And then when I came out after the show, it was completely done. That's right. Yes, I remember this. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, if 
if you ever wonder how committed I am to our craft, Richie, mm -hmm. it's very high because I'm, and so is my family because I, I made my dad come all the way down there to change my tire. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was a damn good show. It was. We had some really good ones. I mean, the first time I ever went on the Freaks, though, I had to, uh, we we were talking about the new football rules for the, the upcoming season, but we had to do them as if we were like uh, on like phone sex, like that type of like tone. And I was like, you know what? It was a great icebreaker because it literally like after that, nothing can be that really uncomfortable. And then we went straight into um your what what was your name exactly there where you were giving um love advice and your oh, nice yeah. top hats and pipe and there was a whole outfit yeah lover's line suave's lover's line yes and then you went into that and then i had thought to myself you know what there can't be anything more weird than what we've just gone through here and it was actually pretty pretty on par because after that I felt very comfortable every time I was on air. <laughs> yes, uh, I miss those days. I miss my radio days. It's haven't done a show on on air in like almost a year, which is pretty wild. That is pretty crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. we can we can start doing some more live sporties though. Get get you that feeling of being live again where you can't just remove something if you don't like it i know yeah remember when we did that two weeks ago or a week ago on this show and i cut out an entire 20 minute conversation because nobody on this show realized we were still recording actually not true you and i knew st we were still recording but uh scotty and cat did not and so things went haywire really really quickly they had no idea like it was going on and and me and you go do ramble sometimes and it's funny because we were just talking about this before we went on we went to like actually record the podcast but um my i picked up tennis for those of you that didn't know um we do it at my work and so one of the amazing tennis coaches at my work has been teaching me to play tennis and I didn't realize that, like, he was like, oh, I'm going to listen to your podcast. And I was like, oh, yes, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to listen to my podcast. Sure. And then he actually, like, brought it up today about, like, our previous um, episode. And I was I all of a sudden started thinking to myself, like, what did I say in that episode? Because we sometimes go on these crazy tangents that I'm not even 100 percent sure what I've said and what i've talked about and so i had to like start racking my brain okay what did i say what does he know <laughs> <laughs> well at least the last episode was just a haunted house episode so that wasn't too weird no but i mean we have gotten some we ha we have gotten kind of interesting on this show and it was funny because i was like telling him about it and he's like i i think that actually makes you guys interesting and i was like well i i hope so because um otherwise we just do it to be weird i guess so i'm glad it makes us interesting so it, it helps to some degree <laughs> yeah exactly that's what that's what makes our show our show and that's why i like doing it is because 
Like, we, it's not an act that Corey and I put on. We don't just do it because we're on, on air or whatever. It's like some other podcasts or shows do, and they try to be uh, kind of a, a weird version of themselves. No, you, what, you, what you hear on this show is exactly what Corey and I are in real life. No, we're just strange. We're just yes. very strange people. Um, and we, it, and also there's just a tendency. And I, I think I have the biggest, I, I think probably problem with it most of the time. Um, Richie will be pretty just like blunt, like to me. But I think I have a problem just saying things sometimes, especially if there's alcohol involved. I usually just like say things. It just comes out of my mouth. And uh, and then uh, Richie's kind of like my backup in those situations because he, he makes it like not so blunt. And I feel like that's kind of the epitome of our show is we just kind of say shit and just see where it goes from there. And I really enjoy it, to be honest with you. And so do the Sporting Nation listeners too, Corey, because we were informed this week that we, as our show, our little show about the Arizona Coyotes, has made it onto the list of the top 100 most listened to hockey podcasts in the entire United States. How awesome is that? And like on top of it, what makes it really cool is the fact that we're in there with a Coyotes podcast Mm -hmm. of all the teams we could be talking about, the Coyotes. And I think, one, it just shows how dedicated Coyotes fans are. People don't ever give them enough credit. And two, just shows that hockey is viable in Arizona because of the fact that our little podcast that could is in the top 100 of the entire U.S. and was beating out a bunch of different um, teams on there. And it just, it was really cool to see. It was something that um, warmed Richie and I's heart so largely. And we're just so thankful for um, everyone that's kind of followed along on this journey with us. And the fact that they, that you guys actually really like us and want to listen to us and join us in all of our weirdness and all of our tangents and um we hope that we provide you guys with a lot of great information but also um you know are kind of relatable and kind of make your days better because you know richie and i we do have day jobs and we know what it's like to have to deal with the same old same old every day and so if we can add a little little spice a little variety into your life it just makes us so so happy because it's kind of all we ever really hope for here yeah exactly that's very well said we are here to entertain you and when we started this show four years ago in a different form like we did it just because we enjoy doing it and we still do so I still find it amazing that people are willing to listen to us because they like like us and they whether they enjoy our weirdness or they enjoy our conversations about the coyotes or they just enjoy our personalities and and how weird and different we are like that's cool. I, I enjoy the fact that you guys are tuning in to hear us on this show and that's truly 
it's really cool. I think it's great. And so thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for growing the show, um, getting us into the top 100. Now, hopefully we can stay there and continue to move up those charts. And if you're listening to us right now and you haven't already, easiest way to do that is go ahead and subscribe wherever you're listening, whether it's on Apple or Spotify, iHeart, wherever you're listening. If you subscribe, you automatically get us into your inbox there and you can take us and listen to us every every few days. And, and uh, yeah, I, I, I truly, I truly appreciate it. And um, I'm looking forward to hopefully continuing to grow the show even, even more. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's been great. It's really, it's really cool. And I, I think it's cool too, that a lot of shows will have guests on all the time and big name guests and, and that kind of thing to try and draw attention. It's like, we don't need that. It's just Corey and I. That's it. That's all we need. And I think that's cool that it's just me and you, Corey, sometimes Katharina, sometimes Scotty, who help us out. And other than that, like, that's it. And people choose to listen to us and not tune in just to hear the big names. I think that's I think that's really cool, too. It's really special. I Like, like I told uh, you in our text, it warms our cold hearts. You know, it's just, it's so sweet. It's like the whole, um, you know, the Grinch's heart grew three sizes that day. That's how I felt when I saw it. It was just really sweet and really awesome. And and we try really hard to, you know, be able to create fun, interesting podcasts for you guys. But at the same time, we also try to be as authentic, like Richie said, as humanly possible and really just kind of be ourselves because in the end, um, you know, all of us as humans aren't as different as we make ourselves out to be. And if we can, um, you know, relate to you guys on a personal level, that's something that doesn't happen too often. I feel especially now with like social media and all that type of stuff. It's, um, you know, there's always like a step away from really uh, affecting someone on a personal level and if we've made if we have become part of your lives in some way that is like honestly one of the coolest things ever so thank you so much yeah exactly and if you want to continue the conversation beyond just the show please follow us on twitter at cory underscore richie show on instagram too at cory richie show and you can interact with us on those platforms too because we enjoy talking to you guys on those platforms too so go ahead and do that. And again, keep us rising in the standings and show the entire hockey world that the two of us from the desert can talk hockey with the best in the entire country and, uh, and, and, and show the world, shock the world that the Arizona Coyotes are here to stay. So Speaking of the Arizona Coyotes, we do have a couple bits of news for the Coyotes here this week. Actually, one bit of news and then some other news from around the NHL. The Coyotes announced this week that coming up in the middle of September at Healy River Arena and at the Ice Den, the Coyotes are going to host the Rookie Faceoff Tournament from September 17th to the 20th. And they will be hosting four teams from the Pacific and two from the Central. And so that's the Ducks, the Kings, the Sharks, the Golden Knights, and the Avalanche. And they do this every year. And this will be, of course, all of the rookies who have been drafted over the last few seasons, all of the young guns 
playing against each other and, and a kind of round Robin esque tournament. Um, and I've gone to some, I think you and I have both been to rookie games in the past and, and uh, you know, they're pretty cool. Cause you get a first look at some of the first round draft picks. Like for example, um, Dylan Gunther is going to be at this year's tournament, Liam Kirk, Ty Emerson, and Giannis Moser, who just signed his entry-level contract. All those players are going to be in attendance. And uh, the cool thing about this, too, is that all of the ticket proceeds from the tournament and the games at Gila River Arena are going to benefit the Arizona Coyotes Foundation and the Coyotes Learn to Play programs, including the Little Howlers and the Little Laytons. And... Uh, there's going to be some more charity initiatives involved, including a 50-50 raffle and more. So you can get your tickets online if you go to the Arizona Coyotes website and donate to a good cause and see some see some uh, young coyotes in action too. Yeah, it is a very cool thing. I'm going to say a lot of great things before I, I do my little bitch in this. Um, but yeah, I know it's it's I think it's awesome. It's a great thing for fans to be able to come out and see. It feels a lot more personal. And, it, um, you know, the fact that it goes the money goes to charity, they're going to do 50 50 raffles during that. So they're also going to get money for their foundation throughout it as well. And it just it's just really freaking cool, you know, that they're going to be able to make this big event that people can come and see and really just enjoy hockey before the season starts and and i think these things are going to be very big for the coyotes going forward considering the fact that we've said multiple times that this team is not really going to be too good for the next two to three years so they need stuff like this to get um the fans involved and to feel make it feel very personal to them so the fact that they um will still be very invested in this team whether they're good or not um so those are the things i think that's the kind of hype that they've been looking for but my little um side tangent that i kind of want to bitch about is if you notice about this so they um they had brought um rookies from close by teams and if you'll notice in this there are four teams from the pacific division anaheim los angeles san jose and vegas and two from Central, which is including our Arizona Coyotes and Colorado. That is it. So, uh, not to bring up the the Coyotes being sent into the Central Division uh, topic again, but even in something like this, it was easier to get four fucking Pacific teams and only one Central team because of location proximity. So anyone that wants to tell me that this was a location thing is full of bullshit. Still one of my favorite rants ever is when you rant about the Coyotes moving to the Pacific or the Central. Love it. it. Just, it's the dumbest shit ever. You have two expansion teams and you put them in the Pacific Division and then kick the Coyotes out of that division who have history in that division for many, many years. And so, and you're trying to, they've gone through bankruptcy. You've taken them out of bankruptcy. They have a hard time surviving in Glendale. But yes, let's move them into the central division. That's the wise idea here. Let's make them have to make that change into quite a hard division, given the Pacific will be coming up much harder because who they have um, coming up in their 
prospects will be fucking kick-ass. But the fact that they booted the Coyotes out of that and moved it over is just ridiculous. And I know that this has really nothing to do with that, but in the fact that even with something that's this, um, not meaningless, but something that's like so inconsequential, the ones that were able to come to this were all mostly Pacific Division teams just shows to you traveling to and from Arizona to the Pacific teams is much easier than the Central teams. And I think it is still bullshit. <laughs> yeah, because all these teams can hop on a bus or hop on a twenty an hour plane flight to get here. You know, like easy peasy stuff. Yeah, I mean, shit. I'm getting married in California, people. It's not that hard to fucking get there. <laughs> you know, and, and but then to like take California out of the equation, you know, division wise, it's just I, I I could bitch all day for this. Even even Colorado, you're not just going to like that's a hefty drive. You've got to mm-hmm. really want to go to to Denver to drive from Phoenix to Denver. It's like y- you've got to commit to that shit. I thought about doing it once and said, eh, fuck it, I'm going to fly. So I'm just saying uh, that it's, it is a much it is a much easier drive, you are correct, but it is also just, I think, a cop-out to say that geographically it made sense. Just saying. You know, yeah, and I wonder why they are, they didn't have more of the central teams involved in this i don't know if there was just an agreement with the pacific teams to do this i have no idea why why these particular teams were chosen but like i said they've been doing it for a couple years now so maybe it was just already kind of pre-scheduled for arizona this year but maybe i just feel like it's because of the the ease of it all you know they're only going to do it if it's easy (laughs) right I, I just, uh, many things in sports, let's just face it, there's like a, a level of ease to it. Yeah, there could be, it could be that the level of ease is the fact that they had, you know, relationships with these teams before and that it was already expected for that. Um, but to me, it, these are all, these are all from a neighboring state, like even, you know, with Colorado. The thing is, you have to, in order to get Texas, you have to go a little bit further. Definitely have to go a lot further to go to Nashville. You know? So I think it was a a, a travel ease, to be honest with you. I don't think these teams really wanted to spend a lot of time, effort, and money to get these rookies here. So this is the easiest way to get them here is the the closest ones. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's that's the case too. But um, now here's the best thing. So you had you have your central division rent now, and we can have it again when the season starts, and the Coyotes have their first road trip of the year to all the central teams. I'll have it till I'm blue in the face. Yes, <laughs> never gets old. Never gets old because I I agree with you. I think it's it's fucking stupid. Like we've been over this many times. We get asked about it. Every time we go on other shows and whatnot, it's like, oh, what about? Th-? I'm like, nope, it's a trigger. We're triggered. Sorry, don't like it. 
We're not going to like it for a while. So, yeah, if you're interested, coming up in the middle of September, you can go check it out at uh, Heather River Arena and the Ice Den. I'm going to be gone that weekend, so I will not be able to watch any of them. I will be in Vegas for the weekend. So, of course, uh, our correspondent there w- could be Corey. Who knows? Well, there, it definitely won't be me. Yeah, we all know that you are, will be gone basically the entire month of September because you have concerts on concerts on concert. Yes, yes. Yes, we've been, yep, and yeah, in case you didn't know, Sporty Nation, we brought this up a couple episodes ago, going to be gone for three straight weekends between September and October, going to miss several episodes of the show, and, oh, who, who knows, I can even join you from the road, I can, I can bring my laptop, hook it up from the hotel, and we can record a sporty, a sporty episode with Richie on the road. <laughs> there we go, and, and, okay, so I have looked it up, and it does look like in in 2018 and 2019 it was the same teams so this this is the same same teams that were in the ones uh that was in vegas in 2018 and anaheim in 2019 so this rookie face-off has been the same um teams okay so it seems like they just maybe like had an agreement with yeah. all those teams, so just kind of rotated around to the different hosts every year. So the, that's kind of interesting because, like, yeah, I mean, like, the I know for sure at least that's what it was in 2019 because I was just looking at that one um, because it's got all of them in there. It's interesting that it was at one point like the only um, the only central team in it was Colorado. Yeah. Previously, but mm-hmm. again, I still I still stand by my fact that I think the reason why these teams all had agreement was because of proximity of like to each other. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, of course. So, um, yeah, so enjoy that. Like I said, I'll be gone. Still, I'll pay attention through Twitter, I guess, and uh, and whatnot. But you can go get your tickets. They're twenty bucks, in case you're wondering, to go check out those rookie games at either River Arena. So, one more little. NHL note was this blew up the internet this week. People are very angry about this. I'm curious to get your take on it, Corey. I I think we may have talked about this in the past a little teensy-weensy bit, but it's now popped back up um, because this week the NHL Board of Governors has approved the sale of advertising space on player uniforms. Um, according to Sportico, the vote was unanimous among the league's 32 clubs and are now able to begin negotiating with the potential ad partners to begin during the 2022-2023 season. The advertisements will be three by three and a half inches, um, which is very similar to the NBA ads, which we've seen over the last couple of years. So a lot of old-timey NHL people very angry about this. I saw a lot of Jersey fanatics very angry about this. And to them I say, get over it. Get over it. We know that we knew this was coming. We know it's coming in every sport at this point, right? It's more revenue. That's what all these professional sports organization organizations want, especially the NHL. More revenue. And if you can get more revenue from a tiny little logo, which we won't even notice about 90% of the time, to be honest, 
Like, I watched a lot of the NBA finals this year, right? A lot of the NBA playoffs. Couldn't fucking tell you what the sponsor of either of the Suns or, or Bucks is. We don't talk. We don't talk about it. So we're getting, people are getting angry about this now. Well, guess what? When it happens, there'll be about five minutes of angry people saying, "Ew, those look disgusting," and then we'll forget about it five minutes later and focus on the actual on ice product. Do you remember what anyone had as an ad on their helmet last season? Uh, oh, uh, I know the Avalanche had ball arena. <laughs> That's it. That, that's it. I don't even know who the Coyotes had. Do you remember? Was it Dignity Health? Fuck if I know. I think it was Dignity I Health. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, exactly. But that—that that is my point. Is the fact that I mean the the die hard, the die hard die hard, um, NHL people. You know, they're the they're the same ones that want to point out that you know. Uh, there shouldn't be hockey in the desert. Um, if you're not an original team, you're not like a, a a true team because those are the ones that have the the true history to them and blah blah blah, so on and so forth. Um, and they're the ones that will always say that we're we're the Jets and that um we stole um the Coyotes from Canada. You know, it's it's just the it's the same shit. It just keeps on perpetuating the cycle like i almost feel like they wake up one day and they're just like okay here's a spinner of the normal shit we bitch about let's just spin that spinner and see where we land on today and then this is where we're gonna go bitch about it and this is always going to be one of the things they'll always bitch about and the fact that it always goes from zero to 60 so fast it starts with um you know there's going to be an ad and I mean, like, there's some shit we've made fun of, like the fact that they named the divisions, like they had them sponsored out, like, you know, the Coyotes were in the Honda division we, that like we were making fun of just because it just uh, it was just easy to make fun of. But uh, in all reality, like one ad on Jersey on the side there is not the same as the European League's that have ads all over them. I um I took a small hiatus from Twitter and I came when I came back I saw that and I thought about taking a small hiatus from Twitter again because of the fact that I saw people going it's fine as long as it doesn't end up like this and then shows the European teams. And I'm just like it's it's never going to be that way. You're never going to be in the way of soccer where um you know you know a team by what their sponsor is it's not going to be overran with sponsors it's just how it is um you know i it's funny because probably the nhl could use it out of any other leagues considering the fact that they are you know one of the broker leagues um but in the end even the nhl is too old school to go that far. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's why it's taking them this long to get the jerseys on the ads on the jerseys, right? Or the ads on the helmets. And the ads on the helmets were, as far as I know, I don't think those are coming back for next year. Those were only no, that was a COVID thing. Yeah, it was only given out for COVID to as make goods for on previous advertising buys. 
So it's taken them. I'm surprised it's taken leagues this long to come around to it. You know, like it's bound to happen. And to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me is if at some point in the next decade or so, like we see more of the European model come to North American professional sports. And it will not surprise me in the least. I have a feeling at some point we're going to see it and it wouldn't bother me one bit. Like I feel I, like I, it's going to take a very long time if that happens though. Like it would work at snail's pace, at least for the NHL. Other leagues may be quicker, but I just feel like for the NHL, sorry NHL, but everything they do happens at snail's pace. Yeah, I agree with you there, 100%. They would probably be the last to do it. That's pretty much they were with this, too, because I feel like every other league... Uh, I, uh, oh, I guess not. I guess it's just the NBA. But you know, I, whatever. Okay, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's I, I, at some point, I wonder if it's going to happen. And I don't think I would really care about it because, like, I'm not there to watch the jerseys. I'm, more, I'm there to watch what happens on the field or on the ice or on the court, right? I'm not there to be loyal to the jersey sponsor. Like, am I going to buy a jersey with any of those sponsors on it? Probably not. But do I buy any that many jerseys to begin with? No. I only have one jersey for each team pretty much at this point. I have one Dimebacks jersey, one Rams jersey, one Coyotes jersey, and that's it. Like, I just have one of each, and we're good to go. I mean, literally the most popular sport throughout the entire world is soccer. And the fact that they walk around with whatever the sponsor is as like the the, the team name shit and people buy those jerseys like hotcakes, mm-hmm. like should really tell people how people really feel about it. I don't think just having one um one ad on a jersey is going to deter people from buying a jersey i don't think it's really going to affect your uh your nhl viewing either um i think the way that espn handles um the nhl this season is going to change your uh, your viewing of the the games this season, but I don't think that this small little thing is really going to affect you that badly. It really didn't, I think, af- affect people that badly last year. I think in the end, I think what we learned is we're just all happy to have sports and be able to watch the NHL play a season and play a normal season. So, um, really, in the grand scheme of things. Not, I mean, I mean, come on, people. There's so many bigger things going on right now than a a small ad on a jersey. If this is what freaks you out and think, and you think that this is the first step, you know, this is the gateway drug into uh, an insane amount of ads on jerseys, you're, you know... It's it's getting a little bit too ahead of itself. I would worry about that when they started to add a bunch more ads on it. If they make enough money off just this one, I doubt they're going to just go ham sandwich when they know their um their fan base 
would just piss them off. They know their own fan base. They themselves are kind of an old boys club still. Whether we've, you know, discussed that on the show or not, it's a, a lot of the problems that the NHL has is they don't really adapt with the times the greatest. And they they have a certain image they like to uphold and they won't. I just don't see them going to the point of uh, of what Europe does. I just don't see them ever being that way. All right, we got two random shit stories here to close out the show because we're running a little bit long here. So I got a couple quick ones for you. Now, do you want the wedding story first or do you want the awkward hinge match first? Oh, the hinge one sounds exciting. Let's do the wedding one first so I can spend more time on the hinge one. Okay. So when it comes to weddings, some people have a distinct vision of what they want their big day to look like. And many of them will go to extreme lengths to achieve their dream wedding. And one bride's dedication to having a team of bridesmaids with beautiful long hair has divided opinion on the internet after it meant she had to ask one bridesmaid to wear a wig. In a post on Reddit, the bride said one of her bridesmaids was going through a tough time with her mental health and had to cut all her hair off, which she has done previously. But because the bride wanted her bridal party to have long hair for the wedding photos, she said she was considering asking her friend to wear a wig. She said, uh, so this is going to sound absolutely bridezilla, but one of my bridesmaids hit a depression streak and decided to chop off all of her hair. I had this idea all of my bridesmaids having their beautiful long hair in photos. Would it be so wrong with me to ask her to wear a rig? She clarified later on that this particular bridesmaid has done her hair short like this in the past and already has wigs that she wears for special occasions. How short? Just out of curiosity. Uh, we don't know in the pictures here. There's no pictures, so we have no idea. Hmm. Uh, in in my humble opinion, as someone getting married, uh, respect the fact that your bridesmaid was going through something and be there for her. Say, um... I, I love you and care about you and I am just so happy that you are no longer depressed and that, um, you know, that what the hair that you have right now is a represent like represents what you've gone through. And as it grows out, it will represent your growth of moving past this uh, this mental issue that you just had in your life and how it will make you um you know appreciate how far you've come once it grows out and those pictures that she's in will remind her of how strong she is because of the fact that she had that short hair and that that was what you know that shouldn't remind her of like a bad memory should remind her of the fact that she was strong enough to get through that and the bride should honor and respect that i tend to agree with you 110 percent like there was a they have some comments here at the bottom 
And one of the comments on the post was, normally a bridesmaid is someone close to you that you care about. Nice to know her first thought was the wedding and not her friend's health. Another person said, bridesmaids are not props, which is kind of what you were referring to there. I feel like, yeah, like still intentionally asking her to wear a wig just for a picture is like, it's super sketchy. So I I tried to find the, like the original post here, but I, I couldn't find it. It's, I think I'm assuming this is one of those "Am I the asshole?" posts that we see all the time, and in this case, yes, this bride is an asshole. Yes, you are the asshole. We can all answer that for you. <laughs> uh, okay, now we move on to the Hinge app story. This is great. This is hilarious. Um, one of the more funny stories we've done before. So we. Uh, uh, a lot of you in the sport nation, maybe some of you, familiar with the dating apps, whether they be Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, whatever. In my opinion, they all suck. But that's that's just my opinion. I hate them. Uh, well, one woman got a really wild match. Um, this woman um, was swiping through. When on Hinge, when it suggested she should meet up with her most compatible person, which sounds perfectly reasonable, but her brother. Huh, yes, yes. No shit. How yes. did I guess that? <laughs> no fucking way. I was like, this is gonna be hilarious if it's her brother. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Yep, you you 100% got it. When Rosie took a closer look, she was absolutely stunned to discover that Hinge had matched her up with a familiar face, her very own brother. Unsurprisingly, Rosie was horrified to discover that the app had decided her brother was her top potential match. Um, the actor and comedian tweeted a screenshot from the app showing Charlie's profile Alongside a purple banner, which read most compatible, Rosie later revealed Charlie received the same message despite her already declining the awkward opportunity to connect with them. <laughs> okay, that is some some level of like, first of all, I'm one of those people. I can't handle the like uh, the couples that have like brother sister syndrome that look like they could be siblings mm -hmm. that has always like gotten to me. I don't know why. And, and it could have been the fact that like my brother and I don't really look alike. And people used to think that me and him were like boyfriend and girlfriend, like <laughs> once I got older and I'm like, no, this is my brother. Like this is disgusting. So maybe I always think like, uh, I have a like a problem with that because it just weirds me out. But um, that is like hilarious that the fact that they just assumed that these two would be great together. I don't. Are you similar to your sisters at all? N no, I'd say no, absolutely not. That's what I was wondering, like. I know there's a lot of like brothers and sisters that get along really well and whatnot. And like, I, I love my brother to death and everything, but like, I don't think my brother and I would, would ever be compatible. You know, I, I, I love him cause he's my brother, but we, we have very different personalities. So how, how that would be compatible is kind of interesting as well. I feel like a lot of siblings more kind of like 
butt heads, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like every, like at least for with like my sisters and I, like we we share interest from right. We like I'm going with my sisters to Vegas for uh, the life is beautiful, right? And then I'm also going with them to Denver to see Twenty One Pilots. So like we love going to concerts together, and that's like our thing for the most part, right? With with my two sisters, and then like other than that, like not a whole heck of a lot that we like share interest wise, you know? So I think that's really funny. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't think it makes a lot of sense to me, which not that I give credit to these apps in the first place, but uh, it just really shows the flaw in their app in the first place. I 100% agree. And this is why I refuse to ever again go on a dating app or website. They're all stupid. Yeah. I, I, I've never been on one, so it's, it's hard for me to like say for sure, but I I would definitely agree with that personally. Um, I have one more kind of uh, random story here, but it has to do actually with you, Richie. Oh, like, oh, we have a surprise story on the show to end. Oh, boy. I don't know if I'm ready. Uh, Yeah, it is a story that I've been telling people today because it's just it was hilarious how this turn of uh, events like went down today. So, as I said, I um, started taking up tennis and I was in the middle of playing some tennis in the middle of the day today when uh, I come back from my lesson to see an argument going on between Kat and Richie in our group text. Um, Let me start from the beginning here. Um, A a dear friend of the show, Jordan, has decided that she is going to dress up um, as uh, Black Widow's sister. Yelena. Yes, Yelena. Yes. And uh, Richie is going to dress up as Red Guardian, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, I bought the costume today. Yes, yeah, so he's going to dress up as Red Guardian, and then I I don't know I don't know what Cat and uh, her boyfriend Chris are going to be dressing up as, but apparently they have some plan. Um, and so I come out of my tennis to an argument over who is going to take cat's four-year-old child as the third person in their couple's costumes and reasons why the other one needs that child more so it started with like uh jordan and richie wanted her to be uh natalia black widow um because she is he's a redhead and and would look adorable in that costume makes total sense um, there, but then at the same time, whatever, uh, cats and Chris are too many C's, um, are planning. They want Izzy to be involved in that. So then it literally went into maybe we can have her wear something where she can basically switch on and off between groups and it would make sense for both. And all I could think to myself when I read this 
was oh my gosh it's like those people that do romeo and juliet and on one side they have like uh juliet and one side they have romeo that's what i just pictured is that you guys were going to put this poor child in a half outfit and her half outfit would fit your guys's and her other half outfit would fit theirs <laughs> and then i just started picturing you guys as a one big group trick-or-treating with izzy and on one one half of her was going to you and jordan would be standing on that one half and then uh cat and chris would be standing on the other half of izzy and i i literally i laughed so hard and i like told everyone around me because i i just couldn't not and i then go i don't even know what to respond to this like i really don't even know what to say uh they're arguing over who's going to have cat's child for their halloween costumes and um I, I so that's why i didn't reply to our text by the way i just let let it be because i was honestly at a loss for words because i didn't know what to say i then brought it up to um our, our good friends who are also in my wedding dom and fern um who are part of the og uh sporty um when we were doing it on video and uh dom said i should have just emphasized everything because then, you know, uh, I'm not taking sides. I'm just supporting your guys' uh, fight over Izzy, apparently. So it was such a weird turn of events and such a weird thing for me to, like, uh, kind of try and take in all at one time. So I just had to share it with everyone because it was my random shit story for the day because I was very confused. Yeah, and the best part is still no resolution. Like we're gonna we're gonna find out probably like the morning of October thirty first, like what is actually gonna take place. And it'll be up to the child to decide, to be honest. And I made the joke in our group chat, I was like I was like, Well, you know, she's probably just gonna be like, uh, I don't wanna be any of your your guys' ideas. I still wanna be Wonder Woman. <laughs> You know what? If Izzy decides to play you guys like that, if Izzy just at the end of all of this is just like, oh, fuck y'all, I'm just going to be able to do what I want to do. Whatever she decides to be, I will dress up with her just to support that kid. <laughs> she would, I feel like she would love that. Yeah, I would. I would, I would just dress up right away. Be like, as long as it's not some weird, like, new kid thing, you know? I'm not dressing up like, I don't know what the what the new kid shows are. But if it's anything normal, like Wonder Woman, I, I can do that. There you go. Then maybe that's the solution. <laughs> if she decides to choose one of your guys' sides or both your sides, then, you know... All, I, I'm not going to do anything. But if she decides to just say, like, screw everyone and do her own thing, I feel like I have to out of respect for the fact that she did that. <laughs> what a kid. Yes. Four years old. I know. Just roasting everybody this week here. She's 
I, uh, she was roasting me for not being able to tie my shoes, roasting Scotty for something he said two years ago now. She will never let go of that grudge. No, absolutely not. No. <laughs> Here, the reason why, quickly, the story, um, Scotty helped me, helped us move our couch that we have in into the, up here to the apartment. And, and uh, Scotty was just joked. Scotty being Scotty was like throwing out one liners um, to is and was like made a joke about her sleeping on the uh, one of the, the new um, like chairs that we had put out in the living room. And two years later, she still remembers that. Yeah, that's the funny thing is that literally you guys had like brought a new like couch in or whatever. And he said, oh, like she was like asking about it. And he's like, oh, that that couch is your new bed now. That's your bed. And she took that so to heart that she holds that against him to this day. And it's just so funny because I sent you a picture of of him holding her because she used to give this really disgusted face to like everyone. There's a picture of me holding her. There's a picture of Scotty holding her. There's a picture of Kat holding her. And she just looked like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And like every single photo when she would look at you, like she was just disgusted by you. So I, I thought it was really funny. And I sent it to Scotty and then I sent it in our group text. And that was her first reaction is that scotty he told me the couch was my bed (laughs) the sass in a four-year-old should not be as high as it is on her i i have very high amounts of respect for it but i have very high amounts of respect for it because i am her aunt which means i can go i think this is hilarious but then cat has to deal with it (laughs) (laughs) yep yep exactly exactly all right now that we've uh thrown everybody under the bus here tonight i think on the show at this point um i think now's a good time to say goodbye yeah exactly do we except for you i think you're the only one that came out clean this oh shit i did some jedi mind tricks in this (laughs) i somehow came out on top uh, well, the thing, like, there's, I don't have anything to roast you for, and is Izzy isn't roasting you, so it's, I think we're good, so. No, I think it's mostly because every single time I come over there, I bake that child cookies, so <laughs> she can't roast me for anything because I, I not only bake cookies with her, but I let her help me bake the cookies, and, uh, which makes even bigger of a mess, but, like. Maybe it's the fact that there's like a I have a a cookie pull. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Sporty Nation, thanks for listening. Thanks for getting us into the top 100 in the hockey podcast universe here in the United States of America. Make sure you follow us on all of our Instagrams and Twitters and whatnot. And then you can, uh, of course, download the DraftKings app with the promo code THPN. And we will update you at some point what happens with the Halloween costume conundrum. I, I, I'm i very excited to get my costume in hand. 
I, I even took all my measurements today to make sure it was like a good fit because the ones that they have like already, like the, the size wasn't going to fit me. Cause I, I would have been like a large height wise, but like, if you look at like my waist size would have been like a small or medium. So I was like, all right, well that doesn't make any sense. So I had to like get Wait it a like second. Kat was doing the exact same thing for a bridesmaid dress. Not, not for my wedding, but for another wedding. And she was having the exact same problem. Were you yes, we were like ta- measuring each other? No, 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 no. We were not. But we did have that conversation too. Like a couple nights ago, she was telling me about that. I was like, yeah, we're pretty much in the same situation. Like none of, we don't match. For whatever reason, we do not match. Also, is this costume made out of leather? Um, yes, I think it is. I cannot advise uh, the wearing of leather for long periods of time when you're wearing leather from head to toe. I'm just saying that as a friend. Oh, yeah, I know. There's, I'm, I mean, I'm only going to do it for like an hour or two for Halloween night or whatever, right? And then maybe reuse it for for um, uh, for a, a con at some point when we go back to cons finally. Well, I'm just I'm just saying I I have spent time in mm-hmm. black leather and there's a point where I thought I was going to pass out in Arizona. As much as we like to say it starts cooling off in October. Usually Halloween is the first day that is like that borderline where it may actually be cold at night, like mm-hmm. where you actually need a jacket. Yeah. Um, but earlier in the day, like it's still pretty warm. So depending yeah. on when you put that outfit on, just don't want you to to like overheat. Oh, I, I'm sure we can we can make it work. Well, we'll, we'll we will we will figure it out. Um, Jordan is very um, experienced. In the cosplay game, much more experienced than I am. So I'm sure she has some tips and tricks. I'm sure there's baby powder involved in this situation. Just put all that stuff in there that, like, uh, gymnasts put in their leotard. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it's going to be. It's it's going to be like LeBron James, you know, how before games he has the chalk and he throws the chalk up. That's pretty much going to be what's going to be happening. What a world. When when this happens, Spray Nation, we'll, we'll make sure to put it on our Twitter just so you oh, all can yeah. look at it. There'll, there will be pictures. Absolutely. All right. Now that we've tried to wrap up the show, we'll do it now. Good night and good hockey, everybody.